Okay, well, we're here with Savannah and Token for episode six of the Shuttlecock Podcast. How are you guys doing? Good. Pretty good. Pretty good. Awesome. What have you guys been up to lately? Uh, not much. I just got back from Vegas uh, yesterday and uh, been trying to finish up my project and uh, got a video coming up from there. So, that's what I'm up to. That's good. And so, I want to, I'm just kind of curious about how you two got acquainted in the first place. All right. Um, He's hoping you guys. <laughs> hey, we've been ready for this one. Yeah. But, I mean, I just went to, it was about, when was the show? That Rory show at the Granada. Pretty much, he opened up for Rory, like from Atlanta. Rory. Rory. Yeah, my bad. Rory. <laughs> and pretty much, I saw him on stage, and he opened up with some other chick. And I was just like, I don't know if she was doing her thing. But then when I heard him rap, I was just like, you know, like, I don't know. I was just kind of dazed by it. And I was like, I'm going to hit him up on Twitter. You know what I'm saying? So, like, literally at the show, found him on Twitter, followed him. And then, like, just hit him up and told him I was, like, doing his performance and stuff like that. And then, like, literally, like, what, like a week or two after that, I came back to, because when I was going to school at Missouri State, yeah, so I was yeah, in Springfield, yeah, and I was just up. in town. So hotel, hey. I pulled back up in this hotel, and I was pretty much kicking it with, like, all the homies and stuff. And then I just, <laughs> I remember I up and was like, hey, could you bring me something to pour some lean in, you know what I'm saying? And he was like, what do you want, you know? And I was just like, I don't know, just, you know, I wanted the pineapple paint, but couldn't find it, but he pulled through with the pineapple vest, and, you know, it was all good, so after that, I don't know, we just kind of clicked off, you know, started kicking it more, and then I was just, one day, was just like, hey, man, like, what are you doing with the management side of things, you have a manager and stuff, and he was like, no, and then, I don't know, we just linked up. Yeah, we just started hooking up after that, Sure. Yeah, that was it. <laughs> gotcha. And so, your, your role is, like, just management and... Like, what were some of the things that you've been working on handling for them? Well, pretty much, like, I would say what I do is, like, management, PR. Like, you know, I'm trying to, like, reach out to blogs for him. You know, just really, just trying to get his music out there, get him working with, like, the right people, you know, <clears> kind of <throat> getting the right feel, you know, just so he can become, like, his own artist, you know, like, mm -hmm. really just developing everything, I guess you could say, too. So, yeah. And you do um, represent, like, a few other... Um, yeah. Artists, who are, who are those? Uh, yeah, well, I got Savannah's, Paris Mason, Riley, and Rozzy. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, like, that's that's the four I'm rocking with right now. And, yeah, they got some stuff coming, like, all of them. Like, every it's day. Every day, they just, like, impressing me with shit. You know, it's dope. Like, Riley got some shit coming, you know. Paris got some shit coming. They just dropped that track together, actually. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know if you checked that out. Yeah, I've seen it. That's awesome. super fire, you know. Like, so it's just like, we got a lot of stuff coming. Rozzy's sitting on this whole tape we got videos in the vault like yeah this summer we about to make some noise so and was savannah's the first rapper that you had um started managing or? well like i would say rozzy was because like me and rozzy go way back to like you know back in the day like fifth grade type stuff we played basketball together so mm -hmm. it was like i never really i've always seen the town and him was like bro you should rap like you know like you should rap so that was kind of like the first person, I guess, I kind of really, you know, like, decided, like, yeah, I'm gonna, I want to manage you, bro. Like, when you decide you really want to just take off with this, you know, like, you know, you can, I got you, pretty yeah. much. But then, I would say Savannah's was the second, definitely, yeah. But, I guess that was more on a friendship level, but that was the first, like, I didn't even know Savannah's, you know, like, at all. Like, I seen him on stage, like I told you, and literally was like, I want to be a part of whatever he's doing. So, yeah. I guess, in a way, he was kind of the first official, like, I guess, yeah. on the management side of things, but Rozzy just been, you know, 
around me a lot. So we were already proponents, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, but you used to rap yourself, didn't you? Yeah, I used to. I used to do my thing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I just I don't know. Like I just decided that I don't know. I could do more not rapping. If that makes sense. Like I don't know. I'm really good at like talking to people and being putting myself in certain situations. And I was like, rapping is something I feel like could always wait. You know and I've seen all this talent in the city, you know, because I know even you see it, you know, like, there's so much talent, but there's not enough people, I feel like, trying to help get the talent out there, you know what I'm saying? There's not enough outlets, really. So that's where I came in, and I was like, you know, I want to help a certain group of people that I can, that I think can really do some stuff, you know, as much as I can. I'm going to put myself on the line for that, pretty much. Mm -hmm. So that's pretty much how I look at the rap and stuff. But I might rap again. I might. I don't know. Yeah, because I remember the first experience, like, I don't know, I don't think I even met you that night, but I think when you were still rapping, you played a show opening for Max O'Cream at yeah. the bottom there yeah. with, like, 10 other people. Yeah, with the, with the Contraband squad. Shout yeah, out Contraband, man. <laughs> Shout so out was, Contraband. So that was Contraband, which is, like, kind of a rap crew. That yeah, it was, like, a kind of rap collective that I was in when I went to Springfield. I was going to school out there and shit you know, doing stupid shit out there, but, you know, I linked up with some cool people, you know, who we all had a lot of similar interests, you know, all made music, so we was like, yeah, we started getting shows, people started, like, vibing with our energy, you know, we are hyped, so we just rocked with it, you know, people were giving us opportunities, we was like, why not, mm-hmm. but yeah, that's pretty much it about Contraband, though, because, like, everybody's like, going their own separate ways, I moved, you know, like, everybody kind of got discombobulated, but we still love it. Should, should people be looking out for stuff coming from those guys? <laughs> I mean, maybe. Are they still putting out a lot of stuff? I don't really know. I think my homie Emotion is getting on more of the manager side of things, too. I think he's about to pick up some artists. And then I think Shino, yeah, I think he's still rapping and stuff. So, hey, maybe, hopefully, because, I mean, they got some stuff, too. So I hope that they would keep pushing, you know. And um, I remember something you were pushing then. I don't know if it's something you still work on, but it was um, above the norm. Was that, like, a clothing yeah. line that you were doing? Well, pretty much above the norm is just, well, I guess, my label brand type thing that I'm trying to, you know, go ahead and push out here. Mm-hmm. And so all your artists are included in that? Yeah, yeah. So, like, it's kind of like, I guess, a label. Yeah, it's part of my clothing line. Like, it's kind of co- coexistence, I guess, with each other. Mm-hmm. So it's like, pretty much, I'm still doing it, but because I've been managing so much, you know, I'm kind of full fronted with the managing right now, but I am working on some stuff. I got mm-hmm. some stuff dropping soon. So. Yeah, it's still coming too. Probably like, I want to say I'm gonna try to do it sometime this summer. Once they start, like you know, all these artists. Once I set up everything for them, where they could just really start chilling, you know, pushing music and visuals through. Then that's probably when you'll see a lot more of the clothing side of the world. Nice. And um, I do think it's kind of interesting. Like I've just kind of been watching all of this unfold, like from the sideline. But how like this kind of new wave of Kansas City hip hop has kind of like, like in some ways drifted apart, like, but like they've just, they've all kind of just like clicked up and like figured out more like what they want to be doing, like and who they want to be working with. But I think that the Max O'Cream show was like a really interesting point and when things started to kind of- It really is, you know, like if you really think about it because like, I feel like that show was where everybody was at. You know, like, everybody was there, like, 
people that like I I don't think there's any like full fledged beef between people who were at that show, but like yeah. you definitely wouldn't see all those same people on a show anymore. Yeah, yeah, I don't think we. I mean, I think we could make it happen, but I think, I think will it happen? Probably not. You know, I think last summer was like when everybody clicked up and tried to do a thing together. And like I don't know, like everybody got to know each other and like learn who they work best with or get along with best. And now this summer we just like kind of yeah. just do what we do now. And yeah, because who was even on that show? It was like G Watts, Zarin Michael, AL, Contraband, yeah, and just like a number of different everybody. Like yeah. there was so it many was, people. It was like, too many. The whole like the whole caviar was there. Like yeah, there weren't a lot of people around when Maxo finally. Yeah, you know, like I was like, yeah, I just pushed it like the little the group of the little group of people to get to the front, but it was like, yeah, it was cool though. That was dope to see. You know, it kind of reminds me about how like that last show was. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, last show was dope. Uh, get on this area. Yeah, Yeah, shout out to everybody who was on that. Yeah, and everybody that put on that mug. You know, like that's tight. You know, then we could bring everybody together under one roof like that. I'm gonna play. Yeah, hopefully we can see a, a sequel to that at some point. Hey, hit us up. <laughs> um, Not you. We'll hit me <laughs> up for everybody. Hello. But, um, so I think, like, I've just kind of noticed, like, through, like, listening to some of the artists that you have worked with, though, that, like, I think you do a good job of picking out who you're working with. Like, it is, like, nice. kind of a specific brand to me. It is kind of, like... It has elements of like kind of a gritty street feel, exactly. but also kind of like stoner elements and all of that. Exactly. So I think it's that's pretty much like what I guess with above the norm for me is more like people that are just striving to do things that are above normal. You know what I'm saying? Pretty much like if you hold yourself like you know what I'm saying like you know you're above the norm, like you know you do cool stuff and you're about it. Like to me, you are part of that movement. You know, it's kind of like a movement of the way of life, really. You know, like so. I feel like, yeah, with my artists, I kind of try to keep them on that level of, like, their music, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I've even, I've even been thinking about, like, you know, venturing off into other genres and stuff, but, I mean, we'll see later, but, you know, like, that's just something that I want to instill in everybody, you know, like. It's a lifestyle. Exactly. Forget being normal, because, like, it's a vibe. <laughs> Straight up. Like, and that, mm, like, there, there are times I, I'm, I fuck with that song and other, other times I don't <laughs> Yeah, this that. isn't the two chains I know. <laughs> no, yeah, but um, the way I first heard your music, Savannah's, is um, I think it was Cameron from Beyond Beyond the oh, Sound yeah, that kept yeah. pushing it on me. Yeah. I'm like, like every, like we were we were doing like kind of like this mini podcast together mm-hmm. like every week. And it was just like a 20 minute show, and it like it was kind of a weird format, but like. Every week we would try to pick a new local song to talk about, and like once or twice at least, mm-hmm. one of uh, some of your songs came up. Yeah. So, like I, I like to feel like I'm pretty like in tune with Kansas City hip hop, mm-hmm. but Cameron definitely got me on that one. So, I still remember the night. That was a while back. I still remember the night I met him. We just like, I don't know. We were just getting drunk, and then like somehow we started talking about music and shit, and I gave him my SoundCloud, and then like. I think the next day, like, he hit me, he's like, yo, bro, I fuck with this, like, heavy. It's like, what's up? <laughs> yeah, that's love. <laughs> I didn't know he, like, pushed it like that, though. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's been a, a big advocate of yours, and, 
I remember. I think the. I think it was the first time I saw you live was the Wretch show, uh-huh. and uh-huh. at the Granada, and that was that was really exciting for me. So. I, had, I had to do what I had to do. So. <laughs> it, was, it was just dope to be there and like open up for Wretch because like I don't know like that's my dude. Like, yeah. I I wake up. That's all I listen to is Wretch and Dash. So like it was just dope performing somebody I listen to every day. And that's why as soon as I heard it was coming, I was like, yo, bro, you want to be on this show? And he was like, you already know, man. I was like, I got to try to make this happen, bro. Like, whatever I got to do, I'm going to try to get you on this one. So it was dope that they showed love with that and, you know, threw us that opportunity for sure. Yeah, because I haven't seen you. Like, So I guess you opened up for Rari back. This was like, what? This this is like really 2015. Yeah, so it was a while ago. It was like, what, other minutes? Like two years, yeah. so like yeah, it was at the very. Had, had you done any like other big shows between those nah, two? No, nah, that was probably like uh, before then. I had done like super small shows, like, but that was like probably like, my biggest show at that point. Because yeah. I mean, my first, my very first performance was like December of twenty fourteen with the. Like, I got on at an indie ground show back then. It was a while back, and like that was like. That was just my first performance in between then and then. I don't think maybe just probably nothing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's always like you can always count on like if no if nothing else, like Indyground will be putting on oh, yeah. shows. Yeah. Like I, I have a lot of respect for those guys. And yeah, they, they do their thing. You know, yeah, for sure. They're pretty yeah. consistent with it too. So yeah, and they do the Indie Fest every year. I'm looking yeah. forward to seeing who will be on that this year because sure. I know they started to kind of incorporate some of the, the newer yeah. Kansas City acts on it last year when they did the show at the Loop, so hopefully yeah. they can continue a, a good relationship that would be there. Pretty tough, yeah. And um, so yeah, um, what kind of relationship did you have with music growing up? Uh, I mean, just a lot of rap music. I got uh, four older brothers, so like all the shit they used to listen to, I used to listen to it. Like my two oldest brothers, they used to listen to like a lot of just like I don't know, just like underground music, like and then just like my other older brother, he used to just listen to whatever was popping, like you know, industry wise. So. What kind of underground stuff do you think it was? Uh, I don't know, a lot of like underground KC shit. They used to listen to a lot of Mac Dre, and uh, yeah, like some some fat tones and yeah, all that stuff. Yeah. Dude, I'm I'm like. Like, I know some of the, the current stuff so well, but I really need to just, like, dive in and learn all about, like, the 90s and 2000s stuff yeah. that happened in Kansas City. Because there's, yeah. like... What you mean? Drama? Drama? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I used to a lot of okay. drama. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Boy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad that's what I was like in high school. was, like, Ron, Ron, and DV and, like, the rest. You know? I did get to see uh, Bird and DV yeah. open... It was like this weird show at the crossroads with Young Dolph like a couple That's years dope. ago, mm-hmm. and they put Evie and Bird on there. And I guess dope. I guess one of them is locked up right now too, though. Really? I think at least as far as like some point last yeah. year. But yeah. yeah, that was cool to see. Like, No Tint is definitely like <laughs> one of my favorites in <laughs> past eras. Um, so what what part of town are you from too? I'm from like south and. I ended up moving out to Raytown when I was like real young. And then I moved from Raytown like around like fifth grade to Lee Summit. So yeah. And I graduated from San Jose. Yeah, nice. 
I, I had uh, Samurai on last week. I know he was in Lee Summit at some point. Is he someone you ever met out there? Uh, uh, what school did he say? I don't know. He, I, well, I think he went to North, North, though. North? North. Yeah, yeah, it might have been. I went to North my freshman year of high school. But, yeah, was, was switching between like Raytown and Lee Summit and those towns like something that was a big deal for you? Yeah, it was a, it was a big change down from Raytown to Lee Summit. It's like culture shock. <laughs> I mean, I mean, nah, it wasn't culture shock. It's not that big of a difference, but like, it's a difference like, for sure, depending on who you are. Yeah, it's kind of like different personalities and yeah, yeah, for sure. all that type of stuff. People act different, but I mean, <laughs> I was out there for a while, so you know, I molded from us, so it's no big deal now. But like being fourth grader, like, and like the situation, like while I was moving out there, it's just like. And so your stage name is Savannah's, but that isn't your, is, is that your first name? I can't tell you. Okay, no, sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm just curious where the, where it came from, yeah. but like if it's your birth name, like, oh, where, yeah. where'd your name come yeah, from? Yeah. I mean, if you know my real name, you got it, but if not, you know, it is who you are. But. Okay. Yeah. But, um, so, but you tack on uh, Che when, when you're on like social media. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where does that come from? Uh, che Guevara. Yeah. That's my real name. Some people hate him, some people love him. But I don't know. Uh, <laughs> it is what it is. Yeah, what do you find inspiring, inspiring about him? I don't know. It's just, uh, I don't know. It's just, I feel like he's like the definition of a revolutionary. Like, put his life on the line and really, like, I really like the fact that he traveled to try to change other people's situations. You know, like, pretty sure he's from Argentina and he went to Cuba and then he went from Cuba to Bolivia to try to change people's situations and be a leader and teach people how to, you know, defend themselves. But I don't, I don't know, like, it is dope that like, he did that. Like, he tried to move around with it. And, you know, like, he dedicated his life to it. Like, he didn't just start with one location and stay there. Like, he really tried to, you know, go somewhere and do more to it. So do you, do you have, like, a deep interest at all in, like, like revolutionaries and, like, politics and history and stuff yeah i mean at one point like my like my later years of high school then like a year or two after high school i was really interested in that kind of shit and like used to read a lot of books and watch a lot of documentaries but lately i've just been i don't know i've been i've been reading a lot lately i've just been trying to figure out my own life before you know i get into that but i do eventually want to go back uh, to school and like get into Yeah, but yeah, I guess like you, you do kind of hear traces of like kind of like like kind of like social movements mm -hmm. and like like revolutionary type stuff, right. like just like kind of references like placed throughout some of the songs I've heard from you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I try to do that. Uh, it just depends on the like mood I am. I, I mean, so I don't know. I try to throw it in there every once in a while. And like, maybe, maybe I'm wrong because I haven't heard much of, like, I haven't heard any of the stuff that isn't out yet, mm -hmm. but like, I feel like in some of your earlier songs you put out, there's more, like almost kind of like a hippie yeah. kind of vibe yeah, going on. Yeah. I went through a phase, man. Yeah. I used, you did a lot of psychedelics, mm -hmm. yeah, like around that time, so yeah, definitely. Yeah, so like, there's, there's so much unreleased Savannah's music that yeah. like, 
I might have to just play for you off the yeah. record sometime, bro, because like you can definitely hear the traces of all like it's funny because I have like an hours worth of Spanish albums years ago, like, mm-hmm. a whole like playlist full of like songs, and it's like I just listened to him like I'm talking. I was talking to him about that the other day. I listened to him, and you could just see like his growth and his change as an artist through it, and it's just so dope. Man. Really, like, not even as an artist, like as a person. Like, as a person, yeah, really. really. <laughs> like if I showed you like every song I made in the last like three years, like you would probably know me so well. But exactly, I just have a problem releasing you know the right song at the right time like i guess i think about it too much but at the same time i just want everything that i present people out with to be like you know what i want it to be and so yeah you have released oh maybe you've released more before but there are like four or five songs of yours yeah yeah on soundcloud right yeah and before then i i had a soundcloud full of songs before then but like it was like early 2015 where I just like deleted like everything off my SoundCloud and reset it. Cause that was kind of my point where I just wanted to really like be serious, like taken serious as an artist. So I kind of restarted. And um, so you, you said that you've kind of seen his evolution through yeah. like all the songs you've heard over the years. Uh, wh- where do you kind of see him now as opposed to like a year or two ago? Well, like, before, you know, I feel like he's definitely finding, like, not to say that before he wasn't already on some dope shit, because when I first heard that, like, there's still some of those songs, I'll tell him, bro, you need to put that out, like, but I feel like he's now more finding his way to deliver that better, you know what I'm saying? He's finding, like, his his comforts in certain beats, you know, his vibe more, you know, like, especially with this new product that's about to come out, you'll kind of see, like, you know, the difference between, like, a John Michelle and, like, the newer songs that he's about to put out, you know what I'm saying? And I think it's pretty dope. Like, yeah, it's dope to just see, like, where he's going because I already know, like, it's only going to get better from here, you know what I'm saying? Like, he's taking it more and more serious every day and, like, he's always hitting me and sending me a song, like, randomly and I'll be like, damn, bro, that's hot. Like, what are we going to do with it? And he's like, oh, we're just going to put it in the vault, though. And I'm just like, damn, bro, we got to put that out, you know? But it's just like, it's cool, though. Yeah, like, that's when you send it to me. Yeah, right. like, hey, I'm going to start yeah, shooting yeah. your way. No, yeah, exclusive. Like, and I like to feel like I have, like, an archive of, like, because, like, if, if there's, like a, a, like, a local artist that I have interest in, like, I'm, yeah. I'm saving the music. Yeah, like, yeah. I feel so. you. Yeah, hey, definitely. And, like, I, I, I would never, like, you know, betray someone and put that out there. Yeah, leak without, it. Leak it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to do that. But, like, I, I just have, like, I, I enjoy seeing people grow and being able to hear the old music if I For want sure. to. That's oh, yeah, bro. I'll definitely shoot you some stuff, then. Definitely like, after this. There's, there's some people that I have, like... I definitely have, like, an hour and a half of their music in mm. my iTunes, but <laughs> they have, like, four songs on their SoundCloud right now. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's how it be, though. Uh, you know, I feel like that's how it should be, though, as an artist. You know, like... I mean, some people have the luxury of being able to just drop everything, but I feel like as an artist, not just a rapper, an artist, you know what I'm saying? If you're just trying to rap and put out dope rap songs every day go ahead if you're trying to just make hits go ahead but like if you're really trying to create art with it i feel like you have to evolve some of that stuff because like oh yeah and you definitely it, you can grow from some of it you yeah know what I'm you, saying? you shouldn't like be awesome. releasing everything you you write exactly you know like but i mean i feel like people like famous decks and stuff you know like i heard i was i was watching this interview with big head one time and he was talking about like where he just goes and just wraps it up he can just do that but he can do that you know like that's his that's how he does it you know like but i feel like other people you know I feel like it's better if you try to keep it, you know, like, and take your time with it. Yeah, because I remember when I was interviewing uh, 
J-Tone and Ashan um, before Take This Ride came out back in December. Um, at one point, I was like, wow, you, you guys have like a lot of, like they were showing me all those songs and I'm like, wow, you guys have been working like a long time and you have a lot of extra tracks. And Ashan was like, yeah, if you put out everything that you write, you're going to be putting out some trash. I'm exactly. Like, yeah, I understand yeah. that. That's real, dude. Like, I mean, it's just like with anything, though, I feel like, you know, just stuff gets played out. You don't want to get played out. You know what I'm saying? You drop a song every day and everybody's like, okay, he's been dropping songs for years. I mean, you really want to be taken serious. Like, a year later from that, they're just going to be like, well, you've been doing this. Like, yeah. you know, how do people really see the change, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, that's how I see about it, at least. So, um, I think it was probably the first song I heard from you, though, was John Michelle. Uh-huh. Can you tell people about, like, kind of how that song works? Uh, I don't know, when I was writing that song, I don't know, it was really just about, uh, I was, my homie had put me on the Basquiat back then, and uh, so I was watching a lot of Basquiat documentaries, looking at a lot of his art and shit, and I don't know, when I was writing the song, like, that was the first line I wrote, and then I was just like, well, let me put some other people in here, but it was really just about being yourself and dedicating yourself to what you do in your art because you know when it came to Basquiat like he was very like I don't know he, he just cared about his shit like in a do or die type sense and like you know everything had to be right with him and it's kind of just how I wanted people to feel when I was writing that song and I wanted to uh, I wanted just people to get in their groove like that's kind of what it was about just like getting into your groove and feeling like you could do anything and make anything and it's like beautiful the way you do it, you know. Instead mm-hmm. of just being like self conscious about what you make or what you paint, like what you write, like all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And I know Basquiat was like an incredibly like multifaceted artist. Yeah. And like he had like a ton of stuff going on. But one of the things that is kind of noticeable to me is that like he very truly was like a starving artist yeah, like yeah, he was like sure. painting on like abandoned like, like doors, doors yeah, and yeah. wherever he like you know what I'm saying like like, yeah. do, you, do you feel kind of like a kinship to that like you would be oh, creating yeah. your art like no matter what yeah definitely Basquiat used to walk into galleries with like brown bag specials and shit and I'm definitely that type of dude <laughs> have everybody staring at you but then you're the one who has the you know the painting on the wall that goes for the biggest price like and, like, another thing is, like, around that time, I was trying to, um, like, I didn't know what kind of music I wanted to make. And I was thinking too much about how people perceive my music or, like, if they listen to this, you know, what would they think of me, you know, and shit like that. And that was the turning point where I was saying, you know, fuck it, you know, like, like I'm just going to do what I want. Like, I feel like I'm the show. And, you know, I'm great. So, you know, I'm just going to do whatever I want. And then, you know, whatever comes, comes, but I know who I am at the end of the day, and I'm just making music, like, I'm just making what comes to me. Powerful statement. That's real shit. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, so kind of fast forward, like, you, you put out a couple other songs after that, mm-hmm. but your latest one that's out as of when we're recording is, um, Street Bitches. Yeah. Uh, where do you see that song falling? Um, shit, I don't even know. That song is, uh... Someone's really, like, um, I don't know. 
couldn't tell you, but it, I like the song, and when I it just came to me, and I just wrote it and recorded it. Yeah, who, who, who produced that one? Uh, Super Shack Donzor. That's my dude. Shout out Shack. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, the That's the homie. Yeah, he's been being pretty productive. Like, he, he's always been a productive guy, I guess. Oh, yeah, but yeah, yeah. He's, he's cool to work with. Um, I can imagine. Yeah. yeah, I met him a while back. Uh, there's this open mic, and uh, it's called Lowercase Kansas. It's a while back. I met Shaq there. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, like, he, yeah, because I know Marty helps. Yeah, yeah, on. yeah. It was back then, and it was a uh, he was freestyling, like being goofy as fuck. And I didn't. I mean, back then, I I, I didn't really take him serious. But then, like, I got on uh, Twitter and I found him, and I listened to his music and shit, and I was like, oh damn, man, this dude was just playing us last night. So. <laughs> it was funny. Oh yeah, I, like because I've only been to one, like like the bars up. Like mm-hmm. lowercase yeah, Kansas yeah. events, and like they're not doing them right now, but I'm sure yeah. they'll get back to it. I think that's what it was. Mm-hmm. Bars up a couple of years ago, and um, like I, I, I am kind of surprised at the fact. Like I guess I shouldn't be, but like, like people go there just to be like incredibly lyrical and yeah. just like kind of geek out in that right. fashion. <laughs> but so I, I wouldn't imagine you meeting Jack there. So that's yeah. that's a cool, cool bit, yeah. and um. And he, like, he, you know, he was involved in producing, like, the new Roy Fresco single, Audrey, and yeah. he has his own stuff, so. He's like, been doing his stuff with the production. He's going crazy with that. Yeah, and I, I had <laughs> no clue until I heard Street Bitches and Lottery. I'm like, oh, man, he's, mm-hmm. he's, he's, he's doing this, dude. Yeah. Yeah. It's so, pretty tight. And I know, like, there's been that snippet, like, that little video clip of, like, one of his beats playing in Waka, because he has, yeah. like, He's kind of homies with Waka. Yeah, that's tight. Yeah. So, like, I think he has a song with him. It was. Yeah, so it's just about to go crazy. Hopefully, that comes out at some point. Yeah. That would be a good boost for him. For sure. For sure. sure. And um, so, where, like, what kind of um, vibe are you feeling, just kind of for the project that you've been working on? Um, it's like a. Uh, like uh, it's a very motivated vibe, like gritty in the sense of like I'm chasing something, like because like I don't have a choice right now, like but to do rap, like so that's what it is. It's just like me, you know, on the grind. Yeah, like, yeah, it's just it's <laughs> like me on the grind, trying to make something dope, but also like trying to push push the issue, you know. And uh, how long have you been working on the? Is it? It's gonna be a mixtape or an EP? I haven't even decided yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Shit, I don't even think that matters in 2017. Yeah. Know, it's, it's gonna be a solid ass project. But it's just it's gonna, gonna be a playlist. <laughs> yeah, I, I just call exactly. it. I just call more like Yeah, more like exactly. <laughs> um, But uh, I don't know. I've been working on it for a couple months now. I'd say like officially, probably like put a official track list together like back in December or some shit. Right now, it's got like, but that track list has changed. So yeah, yeah, it's changed. It's like, yeah. As a matter of fact, it changed last night. But so I'm shooting. I'm shooting for like before the end of the summer is when I'm trying to release it. For sure. And so, is is there anything that's out right now going to be on, or is this like all new stuff? Um, you think John Michelle on there? Yeah, John Michelle is going to be on there for sure. Just like as a staple. Like, I was thinking about putting tree bitches on it. I'm not sure yet. We'll, we'll decide. I haven't decided just yet. 
And um, you mentioned earlier that there might be videos happening around it too. Is are are any of those like in progress right now? Yeah, I got a uh, naturally linking with Kendu Robert. So that's a good move. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He knows what he's doing. Yeah, so. we're we're about done. Like all the shootings done, we just got to edit it. But yeah, so that should be done pretty soon. And do you think that'll like kind of precede the the project coming out or? Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna. Um, I might have something coming before that, and then I'm gonna drop a video on those. Definitely give people out to uh, see. Nice. Yeah, I'm. I'm like a, a really big fan of what Kendu does. Like, because I I had Chase and Jordan on a, a few weeks ago, and uh, Chase has just recently started working with Kendu mm-hmm. too. So like, I kind of got like uh, an inside look at you know what what Kendu is really all about and. Yeah. That's my dude. dude. He's super ugly though. He looks, he looks just like his dog. I'm not sure you've seen it. Oh, his dog? Yeah, he looks just. No, like yeah, him. I was over there with G like uh, a couple weeks ago, and like he was. I know you saw the resemblance. No, I think G brought that up too. <laughs> That's becoming like an inside joke, I guess. Yeah, it's real. No, but um, also he was like Kendu is saying how like his dog has killed several other dogs and like animals wow. and stuff I, I, <laughs> like he was I saying how his dog like hopped the fence wow. killed another dog and hopped back over like i know i know his dog for sure killed a cat <laughs> i didn't know his dog killed a dog that's wild I maybe he was talking about cat i don't know hopefully it was a cat i don't know what that man's doing over there <laughs> do, do not value that i he valued a dog over a cat definitely i hate cats <laughs> so much my, my uh my roommates last year had two cats and Oh, no. <laughs> the little things, though, they was vicious. Terrible. They was bad, like, for real. <laughs> and I've, I've been allergic to, like, everything growing up, so I never yeah. even had you don't even want a chance. Yeah. You know. <laughs> like, and it's kind of embarrassing now because, like, when I'll be over at, like, a friend's house and they'll have a dog, mm-hmm. like, I'll be like, hey, there's a dog, what's up? Yeah. Like, I, I just, like, haven't interacted with dogs, like, my whole life, so yeah. I'm just, like, kind of weird about <laughs> But, um, <laughs> just kind of watching, like, okay, don't be on such a But, um, are you planning on doing any more shows coming up? Man, I don't even know. Um, just kind of like as they come in, yeah, as, as they come. But, I mean, I'm not too pressed about it. I haven't been pressed about shows for a while now. Like, is performing something you really enjoy, though? Do you think that's an important part of your art? I think it's an important part, but I don't know. Perform is cool, but I'm trying to get to, you know, I'm, it's just like, I like performing certain music and like right now, or like a couple months ago, like I didn't really like what I was performing. So like on this project, you'll definitely see more music that's like gonna be dope to perform. Cause I like to like, when I write shit, I like to imagine myself performing it now, like just so I know when I get on stage, like I'm enjoying it just as much as people in the crowd are enjoying because you know i'm a hard critic so i know people in the crowd are hard critics too so i try to think like the listener thinks a lot so like i just like performing like shit yeah. and um what was i gonna say but yeah you, like you can kind of notice like when an artist isn't passionate about like yeah. they don't care much about the songs they're performing yeah. anymore i feel like, like probably pretty easy to read like that too yeah and then <laughs> like people can tell like some some people like don't even care and they'll still be hype and mm-hmm. whatever just because like they want a party right. or something. Like you go to any show in like a college town, there will be people like 
jumping and shoving each other, like, no matter what, because it's, like, <laughs> they're wasted. They just are there. Yeah. But, like, to, to appeal to, like, a true, like, music fan or a critic, like, right. you, you do have to kind of be able to recognize their, their passion, I think. Exactly. Yeah. Like I, and I recognize that, you know, like, the songs that I do have, like, some of them aren't, like, best they perform. Probably like a year ago or a couple months ago, it was just like all I had, so I didn't have a choice. But now it's I have like I, I pretty much have what I need at this point. So it works, yeah. And um, so what are um, some of the other artists you're working with? What do they have coming up? Um, uh, Riley got some stuff coming next week. He got a visual coming next week, pretty big. That's all I'm gonna say about that. <laughs> Just be be ready for that, definitely. Cause when are you dropping this? Uh, Tuesday. Tuesday. It might actually be coming out that day, so yeah. might be pretty cool. <laughs> Y'all see. Y'all see today, I guess. But he has that coming. Um, and yeah, uh, Savannah so just did the track with Paris Mason. Exactly. They just dropped that. Paris Mason. Yeah. Like what you what you want to know? Like pretty much what he's got coming up. Uh, I, I don't I don't generally know much about him. I know he's from Wichita. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, just call me in. Pretty much, he lives out there, and that's the homie. Like, like we got a lot of stuff that we're planning on doing, hopefully, here in the next couple months and stuff like that. But, yeah, it's like, like I don't know. That's one of the people that I met, too, and I've always heard his music and stuff. Like, I don't know if you've heard some of his music, like his older stuff, but, like, gangster movies and, like, What You Made. Like, those are just, like, standout tracks of Paris's to me that I was just, like, I heard, and I was like, why isn't he? I'm actually going to send you gangster movies. Yeah, like, yeah. you, you got to peep that, yeah, bro, that because... To the point where, like, I was like, wow, where, where is he at? Like, I need to find him. Like, I heard that and was like, yo, he's from around here? For real? And I was like, wait, I didn't, I met him one time, too. At the, I met him at the Maxo show. Like, it's funny how that happened. I met him there, and we were just cool. You know, we smoked in the upstairs and shit. We were just cool ah, with it. Shit. Dude, yeah. Man. Oh, yeah. His homie was, like, off the shits. Like, off the shits. It's wild. And, and, like, but he hooked us up, too. So it was, like, one of the things that, like, off a mutual, you know, little inner counter. You know, we all ended up being cool. And then I remember seeing him again. At the ride room for like that father show because I think Nemo performed. Yeah, and like yeah. I remember I seen him there and they threw me some wax, <laughs> you know, just off the love because he's like, "Oh, I saw you last time." I was like, "You know, y'all cool as hell." Like, we, I fuck with y'all, you know. Like, so then, before the, the money starts coming in, I guess that's exactly yeah, a good, you know, like a good form of exactly you know. Like, so I like to build that relationship, you know, <laughs> with people, you know, a little bit before I just try to like become somebody's manager or try to like help them construct shit because some people don't like that, you know. Like, yeah, certain people just don't take constructive criticism. Yeah, and another thing, like, like some, like, there are managers out there that, like, just manage people that they've been, like, talking to on Twitter for, like, yeah, you a know, few, like, a month or something, and, like... And that's just weird to me, because, yeah. like, you know... If you're I mean, putting your trust in that person... I mean, if it was somebody, like, big, I guess, because, like, I thought about it one day, like, I've seen rappers that don't have no manager, and I'm like, shit, I feel like I can help them a little bit, but for me, I just wouldn't reach out to them until I feel like I'm at a point where I can really, really help, you know, like, but I see people that do do it, and it works out for them, which is cool, but... I just couldn't do it. <laughs> I feel like I gotta have that personal connection because, like, even though he lives in Wichita, like, I probably talk to him every other day. You know, like, that's the thing I try to do is keep in touch with everybody at least, so it's not awkward. You know, like, we're still homies. You know, like, because I wanted to be like homies first, and we just make music. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. once everybody's comfortable, I feel like that's when you make the best music. You know, so that's what I want. How would you describe uh, Paris Mason's music, though? Man, I mean, he's got so much different shit, but, like, 
I would say he's definitely on that, like, the underground wave, man. Like, cause, I mean, even he would tell you, like, most of his influences come from people in the underground, like, people that people probably don't even know about, you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, they probably should know about, you know what I'm saying? But they don't get as much love because they decide to stay underground, you feel me? Like, he's Angry Wolf, such Hollow Water Boys, yeah. all them, you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like they should be bigger than they are, but people don't know that because they choose that lane, you know? Like, so it's like people that are around that, you know, like, pretty much, I would say he has that. He has a grit, I guess, to his, but his is more on the hazy side, you know what I'm and, saying? Yeah, it's it's interesting you say that, that like, the Sesh and all of them, yeah. like, deserve more credit because, like, you can already tell that there are going to be people who are influenced exactly. by them that will be, like, several times more famous yeah, and successful. You know, like, but I mean, like, to me, to me, I just feel like, you know, that's kind of what they, they kind of did it that way, you know? Mm. Because I feel like people, I feel like the real people that are in the independent land decide to take that route too, always pay homage to them, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's one of the things I feel like they knew what they were doing, and they knew they'd be in pay somehow, yeah. and I feel like doing what they're doing is working. Yeah, like, like Raider Clan and Sesh, like, yeah. they, they will, like, never get the, exactly, the you know, respect like, that they deserve, really, and in the end, but, like, they, they de like, real, real ones know. Like, exactly, you, you know where they at, away. you know, like, yeah, because, like, I mean, Xavier, like, I heard the other day that Xavier Wolf was the first rapper to get paid off of SoundCloud. Like, people probably don't even know that, yeah. but, like, he honestly was. You know, I don't know that for sure. He said that. But, I mean, like, honestly, I've been listening to him for so long to the point where it looks true. Like, he's been getting being popping for years, you know what I'm yeah. saying? I used to look at it and be like, there's no way this is possible. I just heard about him. He's already popping like this, but nobody else knows him. I'm playing him for people. They're like, I don't know. Yeah, you know, and so even, like, Eddie Baker and all that. Yeah, you know, like. It's crazy, yeah, you know, it's but, the whole thing. But I guess that it works for them, you know. But yeah, and you know, like some of the people that have been influenced by them, or like take take kind of after them in some way, like Lil Peep, he's gonna be like he's already like doing national tours, and like yeah. I can barely, very easily see him doing like a crossover and like being like something of a pop star. So, yeah, I can like, definitely see that. I just showed him that shit yesterday. <laughs> yeah, I don't really. No, yeah, so, some really some some people don't Pete. don't fuck with it at all. Let's uh let's beat that name out for the interview. Oh man, I'm so sorry. No, yeah, yeah. I've seen other like Kansas City people like tweeting about him. And I mean, it's a hit or miss for me. You know, he got some cool shit, but he got some shit I'm like, that's not me. You yeah. feel me? Oh, I'll fuck with little Tracy though. Little Tracy. Yeah, Tracy's cool. Tracy's cooler to me than Pete, but that's just more of my yeah. vibe. And you know, it's funny though. Um, as far as like kind of underground success goes right now, um. This guy Austin from Mammoth, he like we'll we'll just kind of like send links back and forth to each other like of like just like new hip hop that we find. Yeah. And the other day, I had no idea this guy was from uh, Wichita, but there's this guy named Kendrick. Have you heard of him? I, I've I seen him on my timeline. Yeah, 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 he just goes by Kendrick, like with a period at the end. Yeah, like, I saw that. that. I was like. No, I'm like, yeah, is Austin trying to tell me about Kendrick Lamar? What's going on? Yeah, yeah, No, yeah, but he, goes, he just goes by Kendrick, and he has a lot of his own music, but he's also produced for, like, Ramirez from, like, Fat Nick and oh, his okay. crew, yeah, like, and he's cool. also, he, he produced Ski Mask for um, Smoke Perk. Word? I'm like, this guy's from Wichita? This is crazy. Word? I don't even know that. Yeah. <laughs> so, maybe that'll be a good... Uh, Good person to link up with. Yeah, definitely. Because, I mean, they're right there. <laughs> so, shit. I wonder if he even knows who it is. I'm going to ask him for sure. Yeah, um, 
What, what, what else are you guys really excited about that's happening in Kansas City right now? Leave us. <laughs> where, where do you want to go? Oh, no. I don't know. We just feel like, man. But, uh, nah, I'm excited to see everybody get rich. I just want it all to come together, bro, because, like, I see so much talent in different spots, yeah. but it's all, like, if we could all just, like, you know, kind of bring it together, because it's not even to the point where we all need to be buddy-buddy. It's just the point, like, where if we can rely on each other for to help each other bring support to stuff, you know, like, that's really all it's really going to take, because if we all help each other, like, with the support system, like, that's that's going to put Kansas City on the map. I feel like, I feel like once we all get, like, some elbow room, Exactly. You know, what do you think that'll take? Success. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I, I mean, we, we like there's so much talent in the city. Like I don't think, like I hear some people say that we don't have it yet. But I I believe that like people in the city like that I listen to like their music's better than a lot of the shit that's coming out right now. Like, Real shit in the, in, in the industry. So I think we just need a couple eyes on us, and then you know once we get elbow room, we can come back and. Do what we have to do. Yeah, like really construction. Yeah, you know put, put people in positions to really like make other people successful and make change. Yeah, when I was talking to G the other day, I don't know if this is something you like exactly agree with, but like he was saying that he thinks um, Kansas City needs to just like throw a lot of their energy behind like one person, one person yeah, and push them out into. He like, said that to me last week. Too. Yeah. Um, uh, I just. I mean, that's. I mean, that's really not a bad idea because you know that's how I feel like that's how it happens in a lot of cities. You know, but I feel shit. like it. it Kansas, there's a lot of pride in Kansas City, and I just you know, feel like it, it's just harder to push one person because that means you have to get people to all. Yeah, see yeah the I feel same like it should be see. more of a natural you know what I'm saying. Yeah, 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 like, yeah like, that's kind of. Because I feel like if you kind of force people that way, they're, they're gonna you know people just don't. But, some people are the records. They're like, oh, I don't want to do that just because yeah, everybody yeah. else is doing it. But so. it's also. You know, it's a trust thing too, because you don't yeah. know you don't know what that person's gonna be. Mm-hmm. You don't know what they're gonna do, or like you know, yeah, once, you really once, gotta, they, once they get you really there, gotta put all your trust. Once, in them, once they like, get there, you don't know, you know, uh, you don't know what they're gonna prove. You know, if they're really gonna be true to the word. So like, I don't know I feel like it's a trust thing, and it's also a pride thing with them. You know, I mean, it's a good idea, but at the same time, I don't know if it's gonna happen. She's, she's talking about like Jeffin and just like people like not yeah. even wanting to like put all their support behind yeah, someone. you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, and that's why, like, I don't know, as, I try to, as a manager, at least, you know, peep everything, too, you know, like, and at least give it a listen, you know, and also to show my support, you know, there's a lot of people out there, like, you know, Star B just dropped that project, you know, that's my homie, you know, it's, yeah. it's a dope project, you know, like, it's just, like, stuff like that. A simple tweet is all it takes sometimes. A simple retweet is all it takes sometimes, and I feel like people just, probably think sometimes it's like, ah, I don't care. Yeah. Or like, oh, it's already doing good by itself. I don't need the help. But like, that extra push can get it to a whole bunch of extra people that don't know that person, you know? And I just wish, like, I guess people would just hit that retweet a little bit more. Just, you know, show love. If you if you really like something, why not? You know, because I mean, that's how I am at least, you know? I, I agree with you. Yeah. I mean, it's really, it's not even really about Twitter. Either. It's just like, yeah, like, even word of mouth. Yeah, I mean, damn, it's not to be told. Yeah, I think I think some people like really consciously like separate local music from like like national artists that they're really like huge fans of. Like, why can't you be like a huge fan of 
like someone from your city. Yeah, you know, but I, I feel like I do feel like we're getting to that point though. Where people are starting. Yeah, it's yeah, becoming easier. Yeah, you're uh, people are starting to take us a lot more serious. It, I mean, it depends on the artist that you're taking serious uh, seriously or not. Like, if you're not, that's on you. But I feel like if people do, like you're doing something right. Yeah. I mean, I I never blame people like I never blame listeners, you know, for not being where I'm at. I always looked at what I'm doing wrong. I looked at my music, you know, like that's why, like I said, like a couple of years back, like I deleted everything off of SoundCloud and restarted because I was like, okay, this music's not getting me to where I need to be. I started making like better music and, you know, I got better results. You know? like, but sometimes people just need to look at what they're doing before getting in their feelings. Exactly. And, you know, so I feel like the getting in the feelings happens first to a lot of people around here and it's just like, Sit I mean, back and construct and think about it, you know? Yeah, like, I mean, listen to your music. If you don't listen to your own music, why should anybody else listen to your own music? If your own music's not in your daily playlist, don't ever expect anybody else to have yours. Were, were you guys listening to Street Bitches, like, as, as you pulled up? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but I mean, honestly, though, the only music I really listened to was, like, all my artists' music. Yeah. Be for real, like, I get on SoundCloud, I play a song or two, but then I'm like, shit, let me go to Savannah's playlist. Yeah. <laughs> let me go to Rozzy's playlist. Let me, me slap some Riley, you know, like... Yeah. Some periods, you know, like it's I, just, I like, listen to I was the way I do it is I listen to all my new music that's not out yet. Yeah. But by the time I put out a song, I've listened to it so much I don't want to hear it anymore. <laughs> like I said, I'm a hard critic, so like if I hear a song a thousand times, it's gonna be the same thing. If I hear Drake's song a thousand times, I'm gonna hate it for how yeah. you know delivered more. And that's when you start to not enjoy performing it. No, nah, I wouldn't say that. Like I'll still enjoy performing it. Yeah, that's like, kind of different. Yeah, it's yeah. different, but just like I'll hear my own shit so much. <laughs> Let me go to the studio and make some more music. Oh, yeah, but, like, re- recording music a- as a whole is a very, like, tedious, like, repetitive process, yeah. I feel like, because yeah. you can be listening to, the, like, working on the same song for, like, hours and, like... Yeah, yeah. Running it back. Like, like yeah, I'll, like, I'll have great songs that I'm working on for, like, hours, but, like, I'll hate it by, like, the end of the day or the end of the session, but I'll still know that, like, it's, like, I'll still, like, know it's a great song. I still know what I need to do to you know, make it ready for release. Yeah, I feel like that's how every studio session goes with him. Like, he'll send me the tracks, or I'll be there and I'll listen to him. You know, we'll be like, "What do you think about it?" Hit like it's cool. Then the next day, like, "Uh, but I could change this." You know, yeah, so uh, it's a really hard critic on himself. I was working. I was working on one of my upcoming singles at uh, Industry Sounds with uh, Mav um, a couple of weeks ago, and we were working on a track. Which like I love and like it's gonna it's gonna I feel like it's gonna be a very big track for me, but like I told him like I said let's move on to the next song like halfway through because it was giving me a headache just like listening to it I was like we gotta do something else and we came back to it and it was successful. Yeah, yeah. And I guess that might be like almost like a good like motivational or inspirational thing like yeah. to keep coming up with new stuff just right. so you're not listen- like working on the same exact yeah, thing all the time. Yeah. Like I don't know I really try to like build. So if there is any break, you know, sometimes it rains. And, um, yeah, is there anything else that uh, people listening need to know about from you guys That's that, that you're working on that's coming up that you're excited about? Got music coming and a video coming, so don't get impatient with me. Don't think I quit rapping. <laughs> that's all I gotta say. Uh, fuck a job, man. Yeah, fuck a nine to five. I'm with that, too. <laughs> and... 
Yeah, I guess we got music coming from all my artists really this summer, so I guess just yeah, stay tuned to that. Yeah, I'm a I'm a big fan of the the mixtape that Riley just dropped out. Yeah, I'm that, excited yeah, about super fire. Yeah, I've been listening to that. Super fire, bro. Too. Like, and that's the thing with Riley. Like, I'd always wanted to manage Riley, but I didn't really know how to approach that situation because I didn't really know Riley. You know, like I said, I like to kind of create that relationship before I try to step in. Yeah. So the fact that like he ended up hitting me up and you know asking me to help him with that was really cool. So I was already banging his music, you know. So it's just like to see like what he's coming up with now and what he's working on. Cause like, you know, I've been around him the last couple of days. Him and Bruce are like crazy duo yeah, that's right a, that's there. A that's thing. a crazy duo yeah. right there. Like, shout out to both of them for real. Like, yeah, they got some shit coming. Like, yeah, and I feel like there's even gonna be a point where like when he achieves more like underground success, exactly. like he like people will be able to like dig into like a lot of the stuff he's released already and right. just be like, Oh man, he has he's had tracks like right. like exactly. quit the game is just like that's what I'm saying, you know what I'm saying? That's like the just the eeriest, like wildest song to me. And that's what I'm saying, bro. He has the visuals, like why not? Yeah. So I see it, why not? But I mean this next visual is gonna definitely wake some people up, mm -hmm. I think. This one this next one could yeah. be it, yeah. I'll I'll talk about it after this with you, but I think I know yeah. Part of the details. You probably already know what's going Holy on. Holy shit, man. how you figure that out? <laughs> you know what's up. Yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> and that's definitely going to help. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, I'm, I've enjoyed having you guys on today. Um, yo, thanks, man, for having us, for real. And yo, thanks for doing what you're doing, bro, because, like, on some real shit, we were talking about like needing outlets and stuff. Cause that's what I feel like Kansas City's missing. Like, we talking about you. Man. Yeah, this is a huge outlet, and even the love that you be showing the Savannahs, you know, and like just even like you said, the word of mouth stuff that you guys do, that's dope. You know, like I respect that, man. Like for real. Yeah, I appreciate and, uh, my favorite thing about you is how loyal you keep your people. And, and you never switch. So don't exactly. never change. Thank keep you. it like that. Never switch up, man. Never <laughs> real shit. That. If you ever need security. <laughs> <laughs> And I wasn't even gonna ask. Which is cool. But yeah, um, people can make sh make sure they subscribe to the Shellcock podcast on iTunes and YouTube. Uh, you can check out the shellcockmusic.com and check out the store on there. There's T-shirts and follow at Shellcock Mag. Uh, where should people follow you guys? Savannah's on Twitter, Instagram. And Tell me how to spell it, bro. S A V A N N. Wait, what's your name? S A H. I used to do a lot of drugs. S A H V A N N E S. Yeah, you can follow me at African Thunder. Oh, yeah, that, that's that's what he has a manager for. Yeah, like, yeah, he needs. Hey, hey, I'm hey, telling tell him to that shit for a little bit. That's just what people know me for. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and the Shellcock podcast is part of the AD podcast family, so check out uh, Jason Barr's new episodes coming out. And yeah, thanks for coming out, guys. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Awesome.